0: Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Hoop Talks, where today we are going to be talking about potential NBA trades that could break the NBA. My name is Ala Pegday. And my name is Siddharth Surapinani. And let's get started. You want to go first?
1: Sure. Um, the first trade that I think would break the NBA and would be really beneficial to both sides is CJ McCollum for Ben Simmons. So this trade is mainly, first of all, we all know about the whole Ben Simmons saga, how he wants to leave the team. He's just been suspended for a game. Could, of... you, could you quickly explain the Ben Simmons saga? Oh, okay. So, um, it all started, first of all, that Ben Simmons does not really have much chemistry with uh, Joel Embiid, the, his other co-star. And then, this past playoffs, Ben Simmons has performed, well, honestly terribly on offense especially. And he became um, a source of criticism for the Sixers. So, after that um, there's a lot he had a lot of criticism even from his own teammates and coach so over the offseason there was a lot of questions over whether he would be traded and during training camp he almost refused to show up and although he did he uh he was not very involved and he got suspended because of that and why do you think he's behaving like this um honestly i think he does have some reason in that he's been absolutely trashed on by the city of philadelphia and his Uh, teammates and his coach but at the same time he did perform terribly honestly this past playoffs and yeah he just has to get better
0: oh so he was just expecting more respect and more like warmth and teamwork from his team than all the hate and negative energy he's getting exactly yeah that's understandable yeah anyway so continue with the trade why do you think he should be going to portland trailblazers
1: first of all on the sixer side this would be um an obvious upgrade as the as Sixers, for them, the biggest thing is shooting. So um, they obviously have their star, and Joel Embiid is a, a post player, so they just need shooting to surround him on offense. And even last season, we saw when Embiid was contained by um, Clint Capella in, in that Hawks series, also it was partially due to Embiid's injury. But basically, when Embiid's contained, the rest of the team sometimes falls apart on offense for the Sixers because they don't really have much perimeter shot creating. So CJ McCollum would bring exactly
0: that. And he's proven in the playoffs that he could create his own shot and score. Oh, so what you're basically saying is the whole offense revolves around Joel Embiid. And therefore, when Joel Embiid falls, the whole team falls. They need kind of a backup insurance plan and just another way to get points without Joel. Exactly. Yeah. And especially from the perimeter, they don't really have much of a perimeter score. Like last
1: uh, playoffs, Seth Curry um, really took that role, but he could be overtaxed
0: next season. Okay. And could you briefly describe CJ McCollum's playing style? I feel that's important for this discussion. Oh, exactly. Um, yes. Basically, he's
1: more of like a, he's a shot creator. So he relies a lot on his jumper and uh, he could create a shot against basically anyone in the league. And he's proven that he could, you know, create his own shot and score efficiently
0: too. Okay. So he's like a consistent player. You want to give the ball to in crunch time. He can get you points exactly. when you need them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah. And also on the trailblazers side, I feel like this would tremendously benefit them because although CJ does bring some offensive firepower, the Blazers have never really struggled with offensive. Damian Lillard, he anyway, um, is a lead ball handler. They really needed, first of all, defense, which, as we know, Ben Simmons is arguably, you could, uh, you could say, the best defender in the league. So uh, with Ben Simmons, they had really upgrade their defense, which has been their biggest weakness that's been holding them back in the playoffs. Also on offense, Simmons would really be a great uh, pick and roll partner with uh, um, Damian Lillard. Cause if you noticed last season in the playoffs, whenever Damian Lillard would get a pick and roll, they would trap Dame cause he was like, you remember he was
0: on fire. So. Um, yeah. Last playoffs, he was amazing. I think he had one of the best overall NBA games in history in one of the games against the Nuggets. So he's a very impressive player.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, they'll they'll end up trapping him usually. So he needs someone that he could dump off the ball to that could make plays with passing and scoring inside. And although Yusuf Nurkic does have some passing skills, it's not really much compared to Ben Simmons. And he'd really, I think, even at least keep their offense the same or even maybe upgrade it.
0: I see. So what you're saying is that for Portland, the main issue is defense. And so by bringing in Ben Simmons, they can sort of fill that void. And also, they don't really need more additional offensive power, power, power they need someone who can pass the ball facilitate plays and get buckets in a non-direct way you want someone who can involve the other teammates is that right exactly exactly yeah all right perfect so let's hear your next NBA trade that could break the game my next trade is between the Warriors and the Pacers and
1: it's the Warriors would receive DeMontis Sabonis and the Pacers would receive Wiseman Kuminga and Juan Toscano Anderson
0: So please explain your
1: thought behind this. Okay, for the Warriors, first of all, they have a large amount of young players. And although they do have, obviously, a great present and a great future, they're not really committed to either side. And that's kind of doing a disservice to not only their fans in the present, but also Curry and Green and Clay. As they do have a championship core, they just need the pieces around them. And although keeping young players could help for the future, they really, I I think, should... um, commit to being focused on the present. So having Sabonis would be another all-star that could facilitate the ball so you'd fit exactly
0: in the Warriors' offense and he could score too. I see. So what you're basically saying is that the Warriors should put essentially all their chips in one basket. They should right now not worry so much about their future of the franchise and right now just focus on winning a championship team because they already have three elements in Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. And so you think adding Sabonis would take them to the next level and get championships? exactly yeah like
1: a player like Steph Curry he's just a generational talent you'll probably never see someone like him again
0: so when you have him on your team you can't really like half be committed you have to go all in got it and what you're saying is that the young core and Weissman and Kaminga and Juan Tizkana Anderson they're good but they are doubtful of winning a championship just on their own they'll need more help which we can completely Exactly. Yeah, they'll be great players in the future I'm not uh discounting
1: that but in the present, Sabonis would be better
0: okay and then what would the Pacers get out of this?
1: So the Pacers have been, honestly, like an above average team for a long time now, ever since PG left, but they've never really been a great team. And honestly, with the core they have right now, they're not, they're not going to be a championship team anytime soon. So instead of just being a perennially good team, I think they should just restart, get some really good young players in Wiseman and Kuminga that could turn into all-stars and
0: um, doing this would at least ensure a better future. I see. So what you're saying is kind of like flip for Golden State and the Pacers. You're saying Golden State should worry about the present now and winning a championship in the next few years, whereas the Pacers should give up on the idea of winning a championship now and really hope for a good team in the future, restart build up strong foundations and win a championship in the next few years. Exactly. Yeah. And do you think that's fair to the fans though? I mean, the fans are paying their hard-earned money to come out and watch the Pacers play. Is it really fair for them to not see the best that the organization can offer? Well, that is true, but let's let's be real. Although the fans may suffer
1: in the present, fans in the end they, they don't just want wins and a team that's like good enough to make the playoffs, but they want a championship team. That's when the city really comes together. So, the Pacers would really be doing a disservice to the fans if they just try to be consistently good just to make that money but they never are able to be great and we've seen it before like for a lot of these teams you can't expect to just consistently be good and hopefully get some
0: player to be great you got to sometimes restart yeah I see what you mean yeah And that's happening with a lot of other NBA teams right now, going a little off topic. But the Bulls completely reset their lineup. They got a bunch of new players, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso. And you think they're also following a similar strategy? I think actually a pretty similar strategy,
1: although it is a little bit in the gray zone. But if you remember, they had Jimmy Butler at one point, and they were a good team, but they were never really a championship team with Jimmy Butler. And they traded him away trying to restart. And now that they've gotten some young players, they got Zach Levine, who back when they traded for him was really young. And now they finally signed more veterans to hopefully win now.
0: All right. That makes sense. So it shows kind of like continuity throughout the NBA. It's not just the Pacers who think like this. Exactly. Yeah, it's a common theme. And now going back to Golden State Warriors, do you think they have a championship championship in them realistically? I mean, they got some great competition. They got the Nuggets coming up with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. They got the Bucks, they got the Nets, they got a ton of great teams. What do you think will set them apart? I, I think even with the current roster they have, they
1: do have a shot at a championship. Curry's just, I mean, you know, he's Curry. There's no real explanation for that. And, and they do shooting
0: is just impeccable, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, literally. And they do have some really solid role players too, especially compared to last year. And their young players, if one of them blossoms, that could be like a another star. But again, at the same time, not really going all in right now seems like it would be a disservice to Curry and the rest of the veterans. So that's why I think with Sabonis, that would be the championship favorite
0: for sure. All right. And yeah, speaking of which, the new players blossoming, which players do you think will be like the future of the franchise i think in my opinion jordan Poole is an excellent example of this in the past year he's blossomed into so much more than just a role player and eventually i think he could be a lead player in the warriors what do you think mm-hmm. of that Kyrie? and he's doing this for his like a his own personal reasons but two to like be a voice for the general public who lose their jobs to vaccination demands and who don't feel like it's right to get vaccinated which is respectable but he needs I feel like he needs to reprioritize his priorities at the end of the day he is a basketball player okay yeah now going on with the trade i think the um i think the 76ers would gain so much from Kyrie Irving cuz they need someone crafty and they need someone at the guard Defense hasn't really been a problem for them. They got Embiid, which he's really good on defense. He's so big and large, and he can block a ton of balls. And so I feel like defense isn't their main issue, but in reality, like you said earlier, creating more offensive opportunities. And we know that Kyrie Irving can create offense from pretty much anywhere. He can shoot threes. He can drive in. He's super, super talented. And I, so, and therefore, I think he'll be a great fit. Now, the Nets would also gain so much from this. Yes, they're trading away a star, but they're getting a star too they're getting ben simmons the net the brooklyn nets have been such an offensively strong team but defense is where they're struggling Defense is where they need to put their money and their resources into. And I think Ben Simmons would be a great option for that. He can facilitate the floor. He can play great perimeter defense. He can go completely across the court really fast. And he, I think with the new environment, with the new motivation from the Nets public, he'll be really motivated. I think this switch will help both the teams and, more importantly, both the players.
1: Okay. That makes complete sense. So I have one question about this trade.
0: Let's you know, hear so-
1: Um, I think like most people could agree, uh, Kyrie Irving would be a little like just as a player is better than Ben Simmons. But do you think this whole Kyrie Irving saga with the vaccine really like hurt his stock where you think that trade could be like a one for one thing or you think one
0: team would have to add assets on the other side? So at this point, both teams are suffering. The Nets are suffering a little bit less because they have James Harden because they have Kevin Durant. But at the end of the day, I think they're two similar players in the sense that they're in the same position, they don't know what they want to do with their futures, and so I think a trade would be good, and additionally they play different positions, meaning each team can gain something different out of the situation. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Alright, do you have any other comments to say? Um, on this one, no, nah, not really. Alright, I think we can call it here then. It's been great talking to you, I love doing this podcast with you, and we will catch you guys in the next episode. Yep. Okay, see y'all though.
1: See you, Sid.